Hi, and welcome to the New Agent Mindset. My name is John Pena. I'm a real estate agent with eXp Realty in El Paso, Texas. And in this episode, we are going to go ahead and talk about change. Uh, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, in a nutshell, I restarted. I kind of had my year two started a couple weeks ago, and I was really kind of realizing, okay, this is a, a great opportunity to reflect and kind of start fresh. And I was kind of uh, really alluding to this idea of trying to do a real big reset, which I have definitely been doing. And honestly, I have been failing somewhat miserably. And so I'm always up for talking about my my failures because uh, I just read something that was talking about, uh, what was the quote? Something like, failure is growth in wolf's clothing. The idea being that, you know, you're going to fail just because you just because you intend to, to, to do something or make a change, you know, uh, unless you're perfect, which none of us are, you're going to fail. You know, you're, you're, you're going to have missteps along the way. And the idea, quite honestly, for, for top performers and high achievers is that they understand that 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 failure is going to happen. And that, you know, in many instances, if you have the right mindset, you're still going to be able to 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 get past those failures and learn from your mistakes, as we say. So let me tell you about my failures and some of my intentions. So really what kicked this off was last week. Last week, I had basically the first time really since I since I started this this career in real estate where I was kind of like this sucks. I am starting to find myself being somewhat miserable. And what was happening now that I look back on it is essentially I was hitting a wall of stress and exhaustion actually. And once your your body and your mind you get to that point, you know, you're not having a lot of fun. So at least I wasn't. And so let me give you a little bit of context. So last week, and I know woe is me once you hear this story, but last week, uh, an investor reached out to me uh, very abruptly. He was already in town. He wanted to meet. Long story short, he wanted to invest several million dollars in, in inventory, single-family homes to long-term rent, essentially immediately. And he was going to be a cash buyer, and he wanted me to you know, basically put together a uh, whirlwind tour of homes all over the city for the next two days, and we would go around, and you know, he would... He would decide what he what he wanted to put offers on. So we did that. That was on Wednesday and Thursday last week. And sure enough, if you know, now mind you, I, I have other clients. You know, it, it's June, July. Like this is the busiest time of the year, and, and I'm pretty busy. Uh, and I've even got another guy working for me. Actually, kind of two guys. Um, so anyway, I still had my other responsibilities as well to other clients. However, long story short. I ended up both nights, Wednesday and Thursday night, up pretty late writing about, you know, 15, 20 offers uh, each evening. And so by Friday, you know, I was submitting upwards of 30, 40 offers. And as you can imagine, that gets pretty insane to to try to organize and keep track of, okay, what agents have have responded, everybody wants to counter, everybody has this question, that question. I'm trying to not only communicate with the agents, 
that we put these offers on, but I'm trying to uh, communicate with the investor to let him know what's going on. And I'm trying to do everything else, you know, that, that I already had going, which was a lot. And like I said, I, I hit a wall of exhaustion. I was super stressed out and I was kind of like, this sucks, right? So yeah, flip side, of course. Uh, yeah, woe is me. Um, you can feel sorry for me. I, you know, I'm, I'm essentially, you know, stand to make thousands and thousands of dollars in commissions from this investor. Um, so yeah, you know, poor me. However, you know, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where quality of life is important to me. I do not believe that we have to sacrifice the quality of our life for success. If you have to sacrifice the quality of your life uh, for success, well, dare I say that's not success, right? You, you're only going around this, this thing one time, you know, like life is short. Uh, if, if you're going to live in a constant state of stress and exhaustion, guess what? You're going to be miserable and you're going to die early because stress and exhaustion are are the contributing factors to to disease and sickness and you see this all the time right you've maybe even seen this in yourself in your family and your friends but people who live this type of existence typically get sick and die all right not to be morbid uh, or, or, or too uh, I don't mean to say that in an inconsiderate way just that's the reality of it right um, high blood pressure uh, all of these things heart disease many of these things dare we you know some people would speculate that even cancer these things that that take over our body it, they take over our body because our body isn't isn't strong our immune system is weak stress exhaustion these are the things that that play a pretty big role in that so i am well aware of this so you know i've i've been trying to then this happened right at, at my reset right so i've been trying to get up at five in the morning and i'd say i'm about i've been a maybe 25 percent of the last couple of weeks here that i've been doing this two weeks i guess you know I, i've been successful doing that so i have been pretty much feeling like a big failure and and to a wee extent feeling sorry for myself a little bit last week but that won't last long for me and it shouldn't last long for you because like I said, failure, if failure is growth in wolf's clothing, then it's our job, it's my job, it's your job to, to identify the growth in this failure. You know, if you just, if you just fall on your face and you know, that's it, you give up. Well, congratulations. You've just made that, that statistic, you know, 80 some percent of new real estate agents fail within the first couple of years. Yeah, exactly, because they probably have failures along the way, they get frustrated, what have you, and they give up, right? They don't realize the growth opportunities in, in the failure moments, and I think this is pretty important. So, you know, I, I wanted to just talk about that, and then let me talk just briefly about, about how I've dealt with this. So, you know, Thursday, Friday, last week, it's, it's Wednesday now, Thursday, Friday, last week, miserable, stressed, you know, I, I was talking to my wife about it and, 
really trying to to well my wife had been gone so you know there's uh the house is a mess and like nothing's happening uh so anyway we had a weekend where we were able to essentially pretty much carve away most of sunday uh, the fourth of july for ourselves and you know really just kind of spend some time together and reflect i was looking through my notes for this podcast and it's funny because there's so much about pivoting reflecting uh change you know and and that's a good thing right you 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 want to be pliable in, in your mindset and in your strategy if something doesn't work either fix it or forget it, right? 80-20, right? Figure out what's, what's having the greatest impact on your on your business, do that, and get rid of the stuff that isn't. And so that only comes when you reflect and, and, and think about what's happening and what you would like to be different, which is exactly what I did on Sunday. And, you know, for the most part, my, my immediate solution, believe it or not, is... To, I came up with this saying, I don't have any tattoos, but I've always wanted to get tattoos. I'm just not a very visual person, but I like tattoos. I think they're cool. I just can't ever decide what to get. But anyway, I was joking with my wife because essentially I came to this idea of this saying of optimize or die, right? The word optimize to me in this context means not only to optimize my business, to continue to get systems into place and let me just pause there for a second because I say this all the time. If you've been listening, you, you hear me talking about systems. You have to get systems in place. What, what is a system if you're a new real estate agent? A system is a protocol or a procedure that you establish and put into place for essentially repetitive tasks, things that happen frequently, right? So here's a really simple example. Oftentimes I get people that reach out and they're just, you know, they they introduce themselves and they say, you know, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. I saw your YouTube channel or this or that. And essentially I want to uh, start a relationship with them. So in KV Core, which is what we use at EXP, it's content contact relationship management software. I put together what's called a new buyer lead campaign. And it is essentially six months of automated texts, automated emails, reminders to call. And so as soon as I get a new lead and I immediately, now I have uh, my assistant do this, uh, but I immediately put that person, I go into KV Core, I put them into the new buyer lead. I can probably set it up where it just automatically does that. I just need to figure that out. But that's a system, right? That's a system that I've developed for handling new buyer leads. Because if somebody reaches out to me and says, hey, uh, I saw you through this or that. Uh, I'd like to buy a home in El Paso, or I'd like to talk to you, or whatever. I'm mildly curious, whatever it is. If if they don't hear anything back from me, well, what are they going to do? They're going to go to the, another real estate agent who does get back to them, right? So, at the same time, I don't want to sit there and individually type out a text to this person and individually write out an email, that's ridiculous for every single one. I can create a system that, that I put into place that handles that. So systems are ridiculously important. So for me, optimize is, part of that is getting systems into place in my business. The more systems I can create for my business, the more time that I create for myself. Time is huge. Uh, I've been reading that 5 a.m. club book and I actually 
I read the whole book and now I'm just going back and writing down all the great quotes in it. But Warren Buffett said, the rich invest in time, the poor invest in money, right? Wealthy people understand that that time is your most precious commodity and that, you know, that your time is valuable, which is why I'm always talking about, you know, how much is your time worth? And so for me, systems optimize my business because they create uh, more time for me, right? The, the other part of optimize is quite honestly, my physical health here. And so we're rolling up on about 13 minutes. So I'm going to wrap this up. But for me, I've, I've always somewhat enjoyed fitness and I'm not a fitness freak, but I've, I've always enjoyed being active and I've always, whenever I'm exercising consistently in my life, I always feel better. I, you know, my, my, my mentality is clearer. My, uh, emotions are more in check. I feel better. I look better. So that also comes with, with how I eat. And so it's real easy to get bad habits when you're eating and you're running around because I do this all the time. I've joked about how for a while I was living off of coffee and breakfast sandwiches from like Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts, right? Yeah, that's great and it's so convenient, but you know, all the processed food, not so great, right? That's not optimizing my body. So for me, uh, to feel better, not only do I need to get my business under control so it doesn't stress me out and make me insane, but I need to get my my body and my mind and my spirit as tuned up, if you will, as possible. And so that's really what what I've what I've been been doing. And this week, I'm glad to say, has been much better. But it's um it's it's tough, you know. And and again. I don't, I don't, I hope this doesn't come off as complaining because I'm very fortunate. I'm, I'm doing very well, right? Uh, for the most part, and probably better than most new real estate agents. And there are definitely issues in my business that need to be improved. Again, my, my business is pretty much solely dependent on relocating buyers. Fortunately for me, there are a ton of relocating buyers uh, in this market, which is great. However, if, if you've been listening to the podcast or reading other books or listening to other people's podcasts, you know that you know the, the goal is really to, to represent sellers, to have listings, right? And so we're going to talk a lot about this in an upcoming uh, episode because there's a lot of interesting future trends, I think, with technology that are going to really make that even more important, but we'll get to that later. So uh, that that's really kind of what I wanted to talk about. I talked about how I was going to try to do a reset, and here's, here's another failure for you. I always tell people, you know, we talk in real estate, you need to find or help people know, like, and trust you, right? What is trust? Here's the absolute best definition of trust. Trust is promises kept over time, right? When you make a promise, when you tell somebody that you're going to do something, that's a promise. And if you don't follow through, you are breaking that promise and you are not creating trust with that other person, right? Trust is promises kept over time. So I broke my promise with, with all of you because two weeks ago I said, hey, you know, I'm excited. I'm going to get back into this podcast and I'm going to release, I'm going to release an episode every Wednesday. Last week, I did not release an episode because last week was absolutely insane for me. And 
I didn't do it, you know? So I broke a promise to you. So one, my apologies for that. And, you know, two, that is an indicator that, you know, something is off. And, and trust me, there's plenty that's off right now in my business and, and probably in yours if you've started this journey. But that doesn't mean that we can't make changes, intelligently reflect on what's going well and what isn't, and, and, and move our business forward. So that's what I hope for you. And like I said, this 5 a.m. club, if you're looking for uh, an optimization in your life, when I do get up at 5 a.m. in the mornings, it is glorious. I mean, I feel like I get so much more done and I feel better. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Now, I'm still working on developing this habit and I think it's going to take more than 60 days for me. I feel like it's going to take like 90 to 100 days because uh, I'm not there yet. But anyway, the other beautiful thing about this book is that there's just so many great quotes in there. So I'd like to leave you with kind of an inspirational one uh, from, I don't know how to say this first name, Ayn. It's A-Y-N. I don't know if that's Ayn or Ayn. Last name is Rand, R-A-N-D. And this is kind of bigger picture stuff. Do not allow your fire to go out. Spark by irreplaceable spark in the hopeless swamps of the not quite, the not yet, and the not at all. Do not let the hero in your soul perish in lonely frustration for the life you deserved and have never been able to reach. The world you desire can be one. It exists. It is real. It is possible. It is yours. So I hope that all of you are doing great. And until next Wednesday, uh, we'll talk to you later.